it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Sales with Sully. Hi, this is Scott Sullivan. I am your guide and your Sherpa, if you will, for the next 30 minutes as we talk about sales professionals, how to make you a better sales professional, and some of the things that I've learned over my decades in sales and marketing. And this week, we are... (laughs) It's so cool. We take your comments, your suggestions, the things that you put out on on uh, social media, Facebook, Twitter, the like, and we turn those into shows each and every week right here on Inspired News Radio, and our show is called Sales with Sully. This week, we are in the part three of a three-part series. We're wrapping up some fantastic comments that we have had over the last week here in uh, you know all of the social media forums everywhere else that we've been talking about we started off with this is the series was called after the sale so you you get up to the point where you actually get the customer to you know sign the document pay you cash whatever it happens to be when you call whatever you call closing the sale and then from that we talked about the three parts that we we turned this that we had so much input in here that we were able to turn it into three uh, full podcasts the first one we talked about was the follow-through what do you actually do? What are the things that you have to physically do to complete the sale just because you've got your customer agreed to buy, sign, pay, whatever it is? If you have product uh, or services that need to be delivered, how do you do that? What's the follow through that needs to get done? So I encourage you to go back to the the beginning of the series and listen to the first one, which was called uh, After the Sale, The Follow Through. Then in the next week, we talked about we had tons of information and tons of interaction on social media because the next one we talked about was the white glove treatment. What is the white glove treatment? And we hearkened back to the days where uh, the ladies that would come to uh, formal gatherings at the manor would wear white gloves and you, if they touched a banister or they touched a, a, a mantle or something, you didn't want their gloves to get soiled, the, the silverware, all the other things. And that was where the term white glove treatment came from. And we talked all about, you know, what is a white glove treatment and and where is the bar set and how do you do it? And then today we're wrapping up the three-part series with something that I like to call, and this is my own invention and my own uh, terminology, and it's called the Red Envelope Experience. So thank you for being part of Sales with Sully. Thanks for participating all week long, and thank you so much for, for being a dedicated listener. If you would right now while you're thinking about it, just wherever you get your your podcast wherever you download go to the bottom of the page right now and hit that subscribe button because we really need to be able to know that you're there and and that will also let you know every time we drop a new show each week when the show comes out and that you are you know up to date with the latest on everything with sales with sully so thank you very much so let's dive in today and talk about the red envelope experience first of all let's identify what the red envelope experience is because it is a phrase that I coined years ago, and I've used it in several of the companies that I've worked with in my consulting practice, uh, it's it's kind of goes back to the days of the red velvet rope. If you think of, if you've seen some movies and you've seen some of the, um, you know, some of those 
times or places where there was a line formed and there was like this, you know, big old brawly guy standing there with a clipboard and there was a red velvet rope and they looked at it and they go, okay, uh, your name's on the list. And he pulls open, you know, he unhooks the velvet rope. You know, in the days, in the old days of the theater, there were red velvet ropes that kind of dictated which line to get in and all those things. Well, that's sort of where it came from. The the word red envelope uh, literally became part of what I did in a solar industry. So uh, having come from, most of you know that I come from the solar industry, The where the red envelope experience actually came from was once you have made the decision to buy solar, uh, you sign some kind of agreement, uh, team of people come out they install products and uh, up on your roof that generate electricity it turns your meter backwards I'm, i don't need to get into a big primer about you know solar but anyway there's an experience you have to go through this process and it turns out to be like a construction process but at the end of the day what you're hoping is is that your electric bill goes down to close to zero and that becomes sort of the you know the month after or maybe maybe 45 days to 60 days after you actually you know have the system installed on your home you get your first electric bill that's when the real impact or the real expression of what it is that you bought actually starts to to sink in and hit home so there's a lot around that and we i don't want to go back and talk about the white glove experience anymore but i i want to talk about this this red envelope experience so in a company that i uh was a big part of in the solar industry what we did is we bought some red manila envelopes uh, these big red envelopes and the reason why they were red is because they would stand out when they came to your mailbox and what we would do then is we would take this red bright red envelope and we would put in it your first bill your first electric bill after uh, your solar array was installed and we would also put in there a electric bill that we received when we were first doing the analysis so we had a before and an after we would also put in there things like uh, who to call if you have a warranty situation or a problem or a question we would put all of this information in this big red envelope and we would either hand deliver it uh, bring it to you set up an appointment and actually come down sit down across the kitchen table from you and actually open the envelope and give you all of the information in there and just kind of emphasize the experience or we would mail it to you and then when you opened it up there was a link that you could go to for a video or you could call us on our customer support line and we would walk you through what it was so there were that red envelope experience became the let's drive the point home that we did everything that we could that we said we would do and that you are receiving the savings that we said you would and you know so it was that first experience that sort of tied up the entire uh, buying experience into one concise uh, moment where we pulled it all together and we gave you the final information a lot of times you know similar things happen and they have different names but if you buy a new car um, you know the financing the person goes through you know all the paperwork with you and then somebody from the shop comes out and shows you how to use all the features and the bells and whistles on the new car they they prep it and they take the plastic off of the seats and they clean it out really good and it's all ready to go and you know that becomes your red envelope experience in the car industry because you just you purchased made a new purchase and they kind of walk you through here are the keys you know here's the 
here's how you unlock it here's all the parts and pieces that are you know in the trunk that you know like for instance your license plate holder here's you know whatever it happens to be you know those and, and a lot of industries have that but they just don't they haven't named it what i like to call well, the reason why i like to call it the red envelope experience is because i want it to stand out different i want to be totally different than anybody else now there may be other solar companies that did the same thing but we actually had a term for it and we built training around it so the red envelope experience becomes the the wrap-up of identifying with the client all the things that you said that you would do and all the things that you you know uh showing that you're fulfilling all of the expectations so that's why it's so important that during the other processes we talked about is that you're documenting the expectations very clearly because now in the red envelope experience we're going to come down and we're going to say hey mr mrs customer here's exactly what we said we would do here's the the evidence of that we have done it and we're going to give you all the tools and everything you need for follow for the complete follow-up for the life expectancy of your particular product or service that you bought from us and it's also a way to say thank you very much because there are things there that there is no better time to get that referral that testimonial that case study permissions to use pictures there's no better time to do that than in that last red envelope experience now let's think about this if you don't do it if you don't do anything then the electric bill comes the next month and it's let's say it's zero okay well okay it's zero but there's there's no fanfare there's no there's nobody there to point it out you just go hey that's cool i got a zero electric bill and you just kind of throw it in the drawer and it goes on the same way you normally do if I have a fanfare around it, I can say, look at this. You know, you went from a $150 a month electric bill down to zero. Here's all the parts and pieces. Here's the proof. Plus, it gives you uh, that that tactile pieces of information that you can share with your friends and family to show them that what you did or what the reason why you bought it becomes a justification for why you bought this particular product and when you you have it now and just say hey look uh, i told you this was gonna be a good thing for our family we went from 150 dollars to zero now what it doesn't always do is it doesn't always give you all of the extra parameters around the edges so you want to make sure that you bring in as much information as you need and all the parts and pieces it's just like buying a house or buying a car or anything else that you know that you do it's that that final wrap up and putting it all into a bow and and kind of you know sink cinching it all up and handing it over that's what the red envelope experience is in a nutshell now what we need to do now is we need to identify what is that post sale that actually helps your company and helps you be a better sales professional if you were doing this inside your company and no one else is then you are already head and shoulders above everybody else in your company because what you've done is you've come circled back around and you've thanked your customer for their business you've shown them evidentiary uh material that is saying this is you know what we said we would do and we actually did it and it's also a great time to touch base with your client before they actually start telling the world whether it's positive or negative you know so mr mr and mrs smith do you think uh you know we did what we said we would do did we clean up after ourselves you know you you could do a informal type of questionnaire not an interrogation just an informal conversation and you can glean some of that information 
uh, you know, at car dealerships now, they have this thing where you get your car serviced, and one of the things they say before you drive your car off the lot, they say, um, could, are you, would you be capable, I'm trying to remember exact phrasing, would you be willing to give a five-star review for the service that re- you received, and if not, how could I have done better? Or how could, what could we have done to improve? Or those types of questions, that's how you get feedback. Then when you get that survey call from you know a third party that's testing your you know your your experience at the car dealership you already have in your mind that I just committed to the service writer that I was sitting across from that yes this would be a five star review and it's real easy then to have that prepped and ready you know for that survey whereas if you're doing that for your com- for your clientele then you could say to them you know is this something that you could re- now recommend to your friends and family um, and by the way why don't we just go ahead and get that going did you know we have a referral program that pays X or does this or there's some reward or whatever it happens to be now you have wrapped everything up into a nice little bow and put a bow on it and now it's ready to go that red envelope experience is so important because it, it kind of puts everything in, into perspective especially if you you want repeat business from that particular customer because you could have a series of mini red envelope experiences every time they buy. So let's say it's a you know company that you sell to on a regular basis. Maybe what you do is you do a quarterly, you know, business review, a QBR, and part of that becomes the red envelope experience. And what do I mean by that? Okay, so here's here's what you would do at a QBR. Let's say I have a company that I'm selling a somewhat of a commodity to, and I'm and they're reordering on a regular basis each week, each month, whatever it happens to be. At a QBR, quarterly business review, I could simply put up a graph or a chart that says, here's how much you've bought, here's what we're doing, we're on track here's the pricing structure here's how the next price break comes here's the you know it's just a review of everything that you bought and then you also have an opportunity to say oh and remember mr customer that time when you were running short on this particular inventory and we moved heaven and earth to get you a new shipment you know in 10 days when our normal shipping terms are 30 days you know it's it's a place to remind the customer that you're on their side that you are part of their team and part of their success and that you're part of their supply chain and by doing that it it reminds them on a regular basis it keeps that front of mind that you really are a value-added partner because if you just do it and they expect it and there's never any conversation about it then you've just set a new norm right because if you if you move heaven and earth to get shipped in 10 days and you normally have a 30-day ship time then their new expectation is going to be, yeah, I'm just going to take 10-day ship terms from now on. Well, that may not be possible, and it may not be plausible. So what you want to do is you want to make sure that they understand this is over and above and that you are part of their success team and you're going to help them. And from time to time, yes, we can help you you know, make these, these huge changes. That becomes like a mini red envelope experience that you are doing what you say you can do, but on a normal basis, that's not the normal terms and conditions that we normally adhere to. Those become uh, 
experiences and things that you can do inside the organization that you could become a leader for. Now, if your company is not doing something like this, you can start implementing it with your own clients. You can put together your own material. Now, let's let's talk about what that looks like. What is the value proposition that you lead with? Go all the way back to the very beginning of the sales pro- process and say, okay, what was the value proposition? You know in, in past episodes of Sales with Solo, we've talked about listing the value proposition and listing the differentiators that our company does over other competitors. If we actually did that and we actually you know, understand the process all the way through, now is a perfect time to go back and check all those boxes. Did we do this, 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 and this? Is there evidence? Can I show that we did this and this and this, whether it's by you know, inventory sheets or cost billing or whatever it happens to be? Is there ways to prove um, you know, to to that check mark. Is there a way to attach something to that check mark to say, not only did we do it and say we would do it, but here's the proof that we did it. If there's a way to do that, you want to make sure that you're emphasizing that in your red envelope experience. Because what you're doing is you're reinforcing all of those buying decisions. You're helping your customer to validate or to justify a decision that they made emotionally with the data that they need. So maybe they need to sell it to their boss, or maybe they stuck their neck out to buy from you because you're a young, new company with you know an unproven or you know whatever the reason was maybe there was an innovation or something going on that you you know won some of that from a from a value proposition and now you're validating that by going through and this is where we talked about earlier too on the follow through and also in past episodes of sales with sully about the documentation if you're sending an email on a regular basis to your client saying you know, Mr. Mr. Customer, this is or Mrs. Customer, this is where we, you know, agreed and this is where we came down on and this is what we've agreed as a terms and conditions and this is, you know, the letter of the law and plus this is the spirit of the contract or whatever it happens to be. If you're documenting those things through an email, the red envelope experience is a perfect place where you can print out those emails or do them electronically and say, here's all the things we agreed to over the course of the sales process, especially especially if it's a very, very long sales cycle. What if it's a year has gone by? What if people have changed roles? What if the person you were dealing with or the committee you were dealing with in the beginning is no longer the person that's there during the implementation? Maybe one department or division bought and another department or division is implementing. You want to make sure you have all that documentation because now you can hand off in the red envelope experience that says, here's all the things we said we would do. Here's the proof that we did it. And here's the things that we agreed to during the course of that as as things were changing or evolving or agreeing to and here are the things that we did that we didn't charge you for, and here are the change orders that we did charge you for. It's all then wrapped up. Now, that red envelope experience you know, is a little different than a transactional commodity that you're doing at the actual you know, B2C level rather than a B2B, but it's still the same concept. The concept is I'm putting everything together in a nice, neat package, and I'm, I'm reinforcing the buying decision. So if 
your customer made a visceral, emotional you know, decision to buy your product or service, they may need to have justification for it, right? I want to buy this new Corvette because I look really cool in it, but it's not practical and my wife's going to hate it or you know, whatever. But then whatever the decision is that I used you know, to make the decision was emotional, now I need justification. You know, well... You know, our our old car was twelve years old, and you know it was <laughs> whatever. You know, it's it whatever justification you need, you put it together in that red envelope experience, and that way I have the ammunition and the tools that I need to defend my buying decision for whatever reason that I did. So that that becomes you know part of this pulling it all together in the in the red envelope experience. This is why the sale doesn't, you know, the end of the sale when you actually sign the contract or transfer the money or whatever it is when you, you know, what you consider or your corporation or your company considers a closed sale, that does not mean the sale has stopped. And that's why we talk about in Sales with Sully all the time is that even after you receive the money and you've put the money in the bank, you're still not 100% done. The sales process is not done because you you have to go through the paperwork, the follow through, the white glove treatment, and the red envelope experience. You need to get all the way through. We consider in our organization that a sale is not complete until you have one of three things. A well, first of all, a, a beyond the three things, you have to have a 100% satisfied client that gives you a referral, a testimonial, or a case study. If you can get that in pieces of information, then you can call it wrapped up because a repeat customer is what you're going for. Now, if you don't have uh, a product or service that lends itself to a, a continuous repeat business, what you're now looking for is the referral for the next person that that person knows or a testimonial that they agree to be your reference so that you can say, hey, I was just talking down the street to John Smith and and he knows you. Uh, could I use you as a testimonial for you know making sure that you are 100% satisfied? And is there any reason why you couldn't give me a very positive um, testimonial or referral, you know, uh, for the products or services that we've sold to you? That becomes the red envelope experience that you want to make sure that each customer has. And we also talked about it a little bit about if you have a you know regular transaction, if you're part of a supply chain or you're part of a lot of repeat business, you could just bundle a lot of uh, red envelope experiences together into one meeting. And you just have to keep really, really good records uh, in order to be able to bring that value proposition back out to your client. So the whole thing pulled together today, I hope that you understand. I hope you go back and listen to all three of the episodes because I think we did a fantastic job of pulling it together. You guys out there on social media have been wonderful. I have so appreciate the topics. I, I appreciate the interaction. I appreciate all of you. You can reach me at Sales with Sully, the at sign Sales with Sully on all the social media platforms. Of course, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, the Twitter, of course, everywhere on Twitter. Uh, 
I get a lot of comments and questions on my Twitter account. You can direct message me. You can send me an email. You can go to our website. You can go uh, to Inspired News Radio and put in information there. You can engage with us in a, so many different ways that we appreciate each and every one of you that listen. Every single week, I say it, and I mean it, uh, I couldn't do what I do without you, the listener, and I so appreciate you every week. If you would right now, just go to the bottom of wherever you get your podcasts, scroll to the bottom of that page, and hit subscribe <clears throat> every week. Week we put out two shows, Sales with Sully, for you, the sales professional, and Mind Your Own Business for business owners and entrepreneurs. We do an interview show also right here on Inspired News Radio. Thank you so much for being part of our tribe, of our family, and keeping uh, us engaged with all the social media and the things that you do. So pick up all three of these episodes. Make sure you go back to the very first one. It's called After the Sale. The first one is After the Sale, the follow-through. The second one is After the Sale, the white glove treatment. And of course, this is episode three or part three of a three-part series, and that is the After the Sale, the red envelope experience. Thanks so much for everything. Uh, Keep those cards and letters coming, as we say. I couldn't do what I do without you, the listener, and you make it so much fun. So until next week, go out and sell something. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, Thanks for listening and see you next week.